Hi, I'm Jonathan. Welcome to the BA Brew podcast. I'm Nicole. <laughs> That's terrible, why? That is terrible. It's the, it's the saying of 2020, isn't it? You're on mute. I wasn't on mute. I know, but I just, I we, lost my voice. So we have to put we have to put that in. Given that today's pod's about virtual working, <laughs> um, it's the it's the, the the perils of technology and that interface between you and your laptop or you and your iPad or whatever it is that you're using. Um, so virtual working, then, Mike. Um, what are your thoughts on it? Good, bad, indifferent, mixed, mixed. It's um. It was a challenge to start with, but there's a lot to learn, a lot of a lot of different things to pick up on on a, a virtual environment, and it's take it's taken me a while to kind of adjust to it. Um, I guess the the thing I found really tough is is trying to remember that actually we're people and we we need to have some of those people chats and things rather than just getting into a meeting and like we're doing now straight into the material and talking about <laughs> talking about yeah. the subject and that and these sort of you kind of miss the oh how how. I, hi how are you how, how are things going with you because you, you kind of feel that you've got to focus straight away on the on the theme the agenda that you've yeah. got for this particular meeting um so just remembering actually we're all people we're all we're all in slightly different environments and uh, there, there are there are some other challenges with that yeah yeah and those those kind of coffee cooler water cooler sorry you don't get coffee cooler do you um chats they, they're gone aren't they in this environment unless you set up a a, a, a place where you can do it I think and it, it's it takes a bit more thought but um not not impossible I think but but does take does take a bit more effort yeah you've got to pre-plan your spontaneity which is a rather tricky thing and that's kind of against it isn't it Nicole um in the pre-pod warm-up you're telling us about some virtual charades how did you get on with your virtual charades yeah, so it was actually a really good exercise um, trying to host a social gathering virtually um, with obviously lots of people on the call. So we had a charades game. So everyone's on mute. The person who's doing the acting gets privately sent the, the word or um, you know TV program that they're going to act out. They do it on camera and all the other participants drop their suggestions or guesses into the chat. So it was really good, actually. Um, encouraged all those people that don't want to be on camera to come out and have some fun I think that's what's most difficult when I'm hosting calls or or webinars sessions that you're talking to an audience that you can't see you can't gauge interaction facial expressions those quizzical looks yeah so do you like to encourage people to their faces that lack of facial recognition something that that can be problematic but it might be the person is working on a laptop that hasn't got a webcam or their corporate firewalls locked down the the video um and so so you kind of got to be accepting of it but it, it's still really frustrating when you you you're trying to make a connection with someone and you you've only got a voice so you're not able to yeah. see the facial expression so really quite tricky i was wondering if we could play some charades nicole have you got one that you could demo for us just to just to see if Mike and I can get it, and, and any of the viewers, I don't know whether or not this is going to work. No, <laughs> not going the outtakes. <laughs> you can say no, Nicole. Say no. <laughs> um. Okay. This is a hopefully an easy one. So you're familiar with the actions. So, um, like book, film. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, um, ready. It's a film. Film. Yep. Yeah. Two words. Yep. Yeah. First, First word. 
Um, okay, so it's a name. So that might be more difficult. So I'm just going to act out the what it's called. So. It's like a wizard. Harry. Harry Potter. Yes. 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 And, one um, point. <laughs> um, so it's one of the things that came out of lockdown for us. We watched all of the Harry Potter films for the first time. Um, I was previously a little bit against Harry Potter, I have to admit met far too many people who are massive Harry Potter enthusiasts yeah. and it just put me off. Um, so I don't know, the kids wanted to watch it. So we, we decided we'd watch it over the, over the lockdown. Um, so we watched every single Harry Potter film. So hence, I don't know, I felt uh, that was a good one to choose, Nicole. So thanks for making an easy one for us. <laughs> <laughs> um, stories about um, working from home. Um, producer Tom, and I know he's desperate to appear on the pod at some point, and hopefully we'll get him on at least for a segue uh, segment at some point. Um, producer Tom's got a funny story that he shared with us in our pre-pod warm-up. Um, he's on a call with his boss, and his dad comes in wearing his pants and bringing him a cup of tea. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's, it's just not, not the way you want to have your video call with your boss, is it? Really? Just I don't know. You couldn't make it up, and, and uh, it's just I don't know. I haven't had one as bad of that as that, but the dog barking when the postman comes, or um, I don't know. There's suddenly being a noise that you weren't expecting in the background. It, it can It's just these little mishaps that happen. And it, it can be quite challenging. Um, Nicole, I think I think you might have a story that that might trump the the producer Tom's dad in his pants. Um, I have a couple of stories. So um, one time back in the summer, which seems like so long ago now, I decided right, let's change it up. Uh, dialing into a call, didn't need to be on camera for this particular call. Went and sat outside in the garden. Uh, a couple of minutes into the call, a bird came along and uh, pooed on my notepad. Um, <laughs> so luckily, a near miss, not quite on the laptop, but I could hardly uh, ring up the office and say, "Sorry, my laptop's not working." A bird um, pooed on it. So oh, yeah. had that one. Um, and I, when I was actually hosting a uh, a workshop online. I had to pause it mid-flow as my neighbour's cat jumped over the gates. And again, it was on a very hot day, so the patio door's wide open. Um, oh. And it's not a very well-trained cat, so I just have visions of it <laughs> coming into the house, you know, messing up things, yeah. so all these yeah. things. Um, I've, I've found I've met quite a few people's dogs, cats. Um, I haven't met any rodents yet, no hamsters or, or rats or anything. Um, it's um it's it's quite something because we're in each other's homes a lot of the time so we're, we're suddenly in each other's homes and and there's a little bit of it where I think there's a little bit more connection than you would otherwise get because you can see mm -hmm. someone's I don't know interior decorate decorating choices and you can see their home office in a way that you might not have done before um any mishaps with I was gonna say I've met quite a few pets on the call or heard quite a few pets children yeah. <laughs> the first first um occurrence of a bearded dragon on a call the other day uh -huh. that's a new one I think that's that's the rarest pet I've seen I don't know whether we should play pet bingo on on our zoom and teams meetings to sort we of could do we could set up a competition for the person who attends attends one of our virtual meets that's got the the most random yeah. pet I don't know I'm not sure if that will work maybe maybe something like that yeah and I've I've spoken to quite a few people's children who've been um 
studying at home and have come with a question from mum or dad and yeah I don't think I've been any any help on their homework but um, it's been nice to have a chat and yeah. they come up and they wave and I sort of wave back yeah yeah, it's, quite, yeah. It's, it's really nice actually because you kind of get you do sort of get the some slightly different social uh, interactions that you you wouldn't get in the office space because yeah. those people aren't there which is, yeah. which is interesting it's kind of bringing your whole self to work in terms of you're not just your job title and your name you, you you because of this level of connectivity that you can get in these environments you you, you are meeting to people's children or their 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 favorite dog cat whatever it is bearded dragon and so it's i think i think there's a there are some small advantages of it um how are you finding your commutes guys <laughs> more, more difficult if i'm being honest <laughs> you know because you don't have to be out the door at so for me, eight o'clock, bang on the dot, two minutes late, I, like, I will be late for work sort of thing. So not having that strict routine is in some ways a lot harder. Yeah. I'm commuting I, from the bedroom to the office. So I'm, I'm struggling with that lack of routine and um, just generally the the exercise I get when I'm commuting. So if I'm, in, <laughs> I'm going into London, I walk for a good hour a day, half an hour to my venue, half an hour home from the venue. And I'm just not doing that. So it's kind of, it's a, that, that structure, it's just not there um, in the same way. So I'm having to think about what my lunch break, I'm, I'm going out, I'm walking the dog or I'm, I'm walking around the block and it, it's kind of, it's a bit more effort to build in those structured exercise, whatever it is you need to do in your routine. It's interesting because that's, it's not just exercise. It's actually, I find it's thinking time as well because yeah. you if you're walking around or or you're driving or whatever you're doing, you're sitting on the train or you you can actually think about things a bit more and and uh, and chew them over. So mm -hmm. actually, that's quite challenging. The other thing I find that's difficult as well is that because there isn't you haven't got to be in the office at a certain time or that uh, you haven't got the same cues that everybody's leaving at the same time. Um, you you kind of you can completely lose track of what the time is and you think yeah. you realise you've not been and had a cup of tea or something. Uh, and that's that's particularly challenging. I've I've noticed now that um, my son and daughter have gone back to university, and the days when my wife's working, that I'm the only one in the house, and the only time I might get some kind of indication there's anybody else around is when the postman comes to the door and the dogs go a bit ballistic, and it's like, oh, what's the time? Oh, I probably I probably yeah. ought to do something else now, and and sort of finishing as well because you don't you're not seeing that your colleagues putting their coats on and going or uh, turning their computers down. So some, uh, oh sorry, turning down. <laughs> turns their computer down um, yeah so so you're missing some of those other cues and and if you're really engaged in some kind of activity you sort of yeah you you, you might yeah. not notice what time it is so I think that that drive to and from work is really important though because it, it gets you ready for the day and then on the way home it's mm. that compartmentalizing isn't it especially if you've had a, a tough day it's mm. that period where you're focusing on driving, your mind's not on work and you've just got that 20, 30, 40 minutes of doing nothingness. Yeah. Um, whereas when you're switching off your laptop and then going downstairs or moving from the kitchen to the living room, something like that, there's no time to do that. Yeah. And that's the challenge I found separating work and life. You know, you're in the same room of the house. You're not yeah. physically leaving and going to an office. So it's that mindset of I've left work here and mm. now it's into personal time. I think that's definitely been a struggle. It's um, I think I don't know the mental health implications of lockdown and working from home. There's there's 
lots of potential extra anxiety and, and stress because of this not able to separate work and home as easily feeling like you've always got to be on mm. always online if if someone rings you on zoom or teams that you feel like you're you have to respond where if you're in the office that wouldn't be the case because you you'd be busy but we seem to put yeah. ourselves under pressure and I know I rang you the other the other I think it was last week Nicole and and um the audio connection was really bad I was like Nicole um what's going on and you were like oh I'm just getting out of the car and and I was like well why don't you tell me and then I would have called you back half an hour later or an hour later because it wasn't it yeah. was precious but there's there's something around um I think psychological safety that it's okay not to be online and it's okay to have a lunch break mm. and um just being open I, and I know I know that um we all kind of think about these things differently but just because you're working from home doesn't mean that you're a robot and you're you're trying to chain to your laptop um you you are allowed to go and have a walk and a break and go get yourself a cup of tea and things it's um we're human the, the other thing that I've I've try to remember try to remind myself about every so often is that I don't actually need to do stuff at the computer all the time I can take stuff away and work on a notebook or, or on a pad and yeah. um, produce material I don't need to be sitting in front of the computer and if I was working in the office I wouldn't be sitting in front of the computer all the time I'd be going and talking to people I'd be in meetings so actually it's quite healthy to give yourself a bit of a break from the, the screen every so often. Is, is there anything either of you have enjoyed about virtual working so far? Is there any positives that you, you've got from it? Other than for me. I think that like the flexibility um, that it offers. So yeah, you're not sat in traffic for 30, 40 minutes. You can go for that run. So I've definitely been exercising more. I yeah. started couch to K. Um, I've been able to make it to the gym because you can ensure that you get there in your, your time slot now that we have to book. Yeah. Um, but just the convenience, I think you can pop your wash on during your lunch. Yeah. We had a, a bird strike on the windscreen on the way back from holiday, which was never good. Um, and things like being able to book, getting the windscreen replaced. You know, you can be at home, answer the door, they get on with it. And just little things like that, I think. Yeah, really. Yeah. Take deliveries in and, and those kind of things. <laughs> um, it it can, can, be, can be quite good. Mike, anything you've enjoyed about it? Well, one thing I've definitely enjoyed, which has not necessarily been a good thing, is the proximity of the food cupboard. <laughs> oh, yeah. the, the, um, the plain chocolate digestives have had such a hammering because because they're there. I can I can go downstairs and make myself a cup of tea and oh, what's in that cupboard? Oh, what a surprise. It's the plain chocolate digestives. Oh, and there's a new pack if I finish this pack. So, so yeah, I'm, I'm, that's been a bit naughty. So it's good that I've been able to run. I think milk chocolate digestives are far superior. If I'm honest, Mike. Um, yeah, there's yeah. there's been a there's a little bit of a debate over that. There's yeah. a, the thickness of the the milk chocolate now on on digestives is is thin is is much thinner. So you don't get the same chocolate hit unless you have the plain chocolate. <laughs> I, I you need to do a taste test, Jonathan. I've got to do. I've got to read taste test. Where are you on this debate, Nicole? <laughs> so I've actually discovered candy floss grapes in lockdown oh yeah ah. so you feel like you're being healthy but i'm not sure if you are wow <laughs> very high sugar but they are very nice they are very nice otherwise i'll definitely go for the uh the milk chocolate digestive i think or a hobnob perhaps a chocolate hobnobs wow I yes mean, a chocolate hobnob available guys 
there's so many things in the, the, the working from home environment or the virtual working environment, like the tools, for example, that there's so many tools out there. And one of the things I've, I've been impressed with is that the tools manufacturers have, have not sort of rested on their laurels and just said, this is what we've got, you use it, and, and just sort of sat back and watched the money roll in. They have actually um, enhanced the products and produced new features on them that uh, every, every few weeks I, I come across something else. I say, oh, that's really handy. That's quite, quite a useful thing to have. So actually keep seeing that and seeing the new new possibilities there has been really good. The features, yeah. <laughs> I've, um, I've quite liked the fact that I can catch up with colleagues over... So maybe a colleague I've not spoke to for a few years, but suddenly it's okay to speak on Zoom or Teams or whichever video conferencing platform. And that kind of proximity of people, suddenly we're a bit closer. It's easier to have that catch up over a coffee over Zoom than it would be traveling to a different city and, um, and, and traveling. So I think, I think that there are some advantages, but it's, it's certainly something we're all getting used to. And I think we're gonna to have to get used to even more um going forward but i think i think we should wrap it up there guys um so thanks for joining us with our podcast um if you've got any questions or suggestions for topics we can cover in future future pods please do contact us our email address is babrew at assistkd.com thank you